Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I am your host, Dave West, codename Santa Troublemaker. And I am your co-host, Noel Wood, codename, didn't think of anything fun and Christmassy clever, crapshoot. And I am your Cobra intern that is part of Operation Krampus, codename Legion Cub. There's, okay, so there's debate there. Krampus or Krampus or something like else say, entirely? I like saying Krampus because I cramp people's style. Oh, look at that oh, little we're, fella. We're <laughs> ruining your Christmas, G.I. Joe. So it's, I, I have always thought Krampus, but I interviewed years ago some guys doing a Kickstarter called Don't Cuddle the Krampus. And the mm. guy said Krampus the whole time I was interviewing him. And I was like, well, he's launching a product. He must have done his research. But I don't know. I think it works either way. Yeah. Something German-ish. I don't know. That's right. Welcome to our Christmas special. We have quite the extravaganza planned for this live stream tonight. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Uh, I, we've got a lot of fun stuff planned but before we get too much far, oh, look, there's Thor Golden Cub Christmas. Yo, Joe, you got that right. Uh, uh, all right. So you can find us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast. That is the best place to interact with us. Shoot us messages. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you thought of the most recent episode. Give us your input. Correct us on stuff. We don't get everything right all the time, believe it or not. Uh, as I like to say, uh, enthusiasm over expertise. What uh, My Christmas beverage in, in my lovely festive glass here i'm just having a little hard cider i didn't want to i didn't want to go too crazy with the bourbon tonight i i could not find alcoholic eggnog before i make my own here yeah tonight. just you oh. just mix your own yeah i what? just pour i just pour some bourbon into some as a matter of fact i'm an intern i have you know to what? do so much for other people <laughs> i wasn't one thing i don't want to do is make eggnog i wasn't going to do this yet but i've got a little uh mix here i've made up nice so here's the thing too when you're buying alcoholic eggnog because they sell that stuff in grocery stores it means it's not actually liquor you're using like a malt well base. if you get well, that's you why get i don't the, buy it like from evan the... williams from like the liquor store yeah that stuff is Oh, is it because yeah. i know because i think i've seen that in like kroger but i i could be wrong. Nah, the one i, I usually I, get has like kentucky bourbon in it yeah the Evan always, williams is legit i always make my own with a combination of rums and uh and spices i'll throw a little extra nutmeg on top and uh you know maybe some bourbon maybe i do it also with a little kalua and vodka and make it almost like a white russian egg, hmm. with eggnog that's a nice combination i don't i don't want eggnog has got to taste like eggnog i don't need any kalua <laughs> flavoring in my nog that's blasphemy noel is Last fancy household. he is well noel is fancy that is a fact uh all right so uh what do we got we got needless things youtube channel that's where you are right now please like subscribe tell your friends about needless things because tons of toy reviews all the time uh python patrol dusty more Python Patrol, Vipers, tons of Joe stuff is going up in the coming weeks. Uh, tomorrow, my review of this fellow, 
the fresh monkey fiction Sergeant Santa uh, will go up, and he is phenomenal. I'm very impressed with this guy. So that review goes up tomorrow, and my review of other naughtier, nice figures and accessories from Fresh Monkey Fiction the whole rest of the week uh, is, is going to be that stuff. So check that out. So it's Joe and more here on the Needless Things YouTube channel. And of course, uh, going forward, if everything holds right, every other Monday, you'll be able to catch us live, uh, usually with a news episode. But of course, this is our Christmas extravaganza. And we've got next Friday, our year-end wrap-up will be our audio episode, wherever you get your podcasts normally, uh, where we're going to... It's going to be a big one, It's which is why... There's been a lot at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, there, that's why I'm sticking to cider tonight, and I'm not going full bourbon, because we, we've got a lot of recording ahead of us. Uh, and then finally, on January 2nd, we will be kicking off the new year with the first <clears throat> live stream of 2023. Who knows if we'll have news to talk about? What What's going to happen between now and then? Tune in and find out. Uh, all right. Well, our first segment up tonight, because like I said, this is not a news episode. This is our Christmas special. Our first segment is something we like to call Operation Wish Book. And in order to execute this operation, uh, which Noel chose our subject, I'm going to have to do a little screen share. Which means I have to put this away. Bear with us, folks. I, I promise you, I will never get over the technical difficulties uh, of, of this podcast. Are you guys currently seeing our wish book page on your screens? Noel and Christian. I'm asking. Yes. You. I okay. see it. Yes. On our screens. Okay. So, and, 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 like roughly four and a half minutes it'll show up on the stream that i'm watching because that's the kind of time delay that we have okay there's my screen popping up there it is all right noel oh let me get my cursor off the screen uh noel do you want to tell us why you selected this page of the class well first of all why don't you tell us a little bit about the sears wish book this is the 1983 sears wish book um if uh you know, if anybody here did not get to experience the whole wish book phenomenon, this was the best thing in the world when you were a kid, because a couple months before Christmas, it was Sears, it was JCPenney, there was a couple of other ones like service merchandise and a few other ones around here that did it too, but they shipped to this giant like 600 page catalog but there were really only a handful of pages that you really, really needed as a kid. That's um, true, because it was like the catalog itself encompassed everything from grills to ladies' underwear to sweaters to toolboxes. Like it, it was everything that these department-style stores carried. Yep. But, but there was always that section did. in the back that you went straight for. And it wasn't the ladies' lingerie section until a few years later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at least not in my experience. Um, but no, you always went for those toy sections. And it wasn't just because they had pictures of the toys that you wanted to buy. It's because they did this amazing job of framing them in a way that made you want them even more. Um, as you can see, if you're looking at the screen right now, the reason why I chose this page specifically um, even though there's some great G.I. Joe stuff, there's also another page 
that was adjacent to this one that had more G.I. Joe toys, but it wasn't even like all the official stuff at the top. The main thing that I wanted to talk about today were those two vehicles down there at the bottom that aren't even G.I. Joe vehicles, because these were kind of a perennial item in the Sears catalog from like 83, I think, all the way through like 86 or 87. These two little radio control vehicles that worked with your G.I. Joe figures, and I always wanted these and I always asked for them and I never got them, Um, you know. Somehow I managed to get lucky and only get the real G.I. Joe stuff every year. I didn't <laughs> well, get this bootleg stuff. When you sent the link to this page, that was the first thing that jumped out at me. And my shock registered that I never had them. Because like I've said before, my dad was in the military and he loved the like legit looking military G.I. Joe stuff. I'm really surprised I never had these. Real quick, I want to check in uh, with with our audience here. Uh, we know Thor Golden Cub here is here. Craig Dukas, looking festive, guys. That's that's what we do. And the shirt, this is this may look like a photoshopped like T Public shirt. This is a licensed Hasbro shirt that I actually think they did a pretty good job with. I like it. It's festive. I always like timber because we actually have a husky in the house. Uh, the only problem I have with this shirt. Why does it need to say snake eyes? Oh, yeah, I realize you can't see that because I'm sharing the screen. Uh, it says snake eyes on it. Season's greetings is fine. Well, I'm in like a tiny little box at the top of the screen right now. Nobody can see it. Season's greetings is fine. Why does it need to say snake eyes? And if it's going to say snake eyes, it needs to say snake eyes and timber. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, guys, got a Lady J from the original class. Uh, yeah, original classified series with the spirit GameStop for eight bucks so finally like some of this older stuff needs to be going on clearance and getting cleared out i still haven't seen movie figures on clearance in stores i don't understand that at all yeah yeah that's bizarre yeah well yeah i've, I've got a couple of them off of amazon on clearance but not in stores uh and then we've got kevin riddle my brother and myself got to circle what toys we wished for and that is a great memory i miss the wish book so much and that's exactly what we're talking about here tonight kevin uh these wish books as noel said whether it was sears service merchandise jc penny which service merchandise was my favorite uh th- those you know 10 to 12 pages of toys really set the tone for the season and you would get back there and but it it wasn't just about the pictures of the toys it was about what we're looking at right now which compared to later years this is a pretty crude diorama yeah yeah it's it's literally like some green a a large piece of green felt (laughs) but they did get some like model railroad grass and and you know, gravel dust or whatever to sprinkle on it. There's some rocks and on there. A tiny, and patch a of tiny snow. little bit of yes. snow. <laughs> well, we'll get we'll or get to the snow. Whatever that is that the we'll photographer the was enjoying. But then down at the bottom with Noel's uh phenomenal generic vehicles, it's actually sand in this big giant rock in the background. Like this is more like what we're used to seeing in these wish books. It's an actual outdoor looking scene. So between these two vehicles, which, okay, first thing I got to call out, you guys. So these are not Hasbro vehicles, but they are definitely being manned by Hasbro figures. Oh, sure. The Wishbook always did that, though. 
Did it? Yeah. I don't. I yeah, don't... even in the Star Wars section, whenever they had like non-descript bootleg space vehicle, there would like, always be a stormtrooper or a Luke. In there'd that. be like space crane with laser, <clears throat> right? But it would have a right. stormtrooper and Luke Skywalker. I didn't remember that at all. I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure that, that there's like a little fine print on here that says like figures not included with uh, with this listing. Oh, there is. Uh, but what's interesting yeah. is at the very bottom, if you if you can look at the print, and guys, uh, I can't recommend enough uh, the website that you find this on. It, oh, gosh. I don't have the link. In, I can't it's look a at wish, the link. Wishbookweb.com. Wishbookweb.com. It's an mm-hmm. archive of all of the old wishbooks. I think it's only Sears, though. Yeah, it's mainly Sears. There's a few others, but like for the for for the years that we really want, it's all Sears. Right, right. right. Well, yeah, because uh, I think Sears actually had the copyright Wish Book. Yeah, Wish Book the was wish there. Book. Everything else was like uh, Dream Book or yeah, Dream, yeah. Dream, Dream Log, or, Dream that you will own this or, when you're forty. Thought Thought Ledger or whatever, some <laughs> variation. Uh, so yeah, this this tank and this Jeep, which by the way is it's a licensed Jeep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't realize. If you, if you can see, I'm sure you guys watching right now can't see this, but the fine print at the bottom it says Jeep registered trademark of Jeep Corporation and is used with permission. Yep. Uh and they also recommend diehard alkaline batteries, which by the way, garbage. Duracell. Mm-hmm. Duracell. I I haven't gone well, off on a battery rant here before. You know, you know who owned diehard at this point? Bruce Sears own Die Hard. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, no, Duracell is the way to go. Do not use Energizer batteries in any toys of any kind. And when I say any toys for the adults watching, I mean any toys. <laughs> Don't use Energizer. They will actually burn up the motors and whatever it is, the, the electronics and whatever it is you're using. Energizer are bad batteries. Use Duracell, Copper Top, all the way. Uh, so the Jeep and the tank, first... First thing I, I said to you uh, when you sent this in the chat, this tank makes the Mobat look like garbage. <laughs> I I don't completely share your sentiment. I, I am a fan <laughs> well, we, of Mobat, and we can we can discuss that. But so, you know, it, opinion, is a, it is a very nice tank. Now scale, it, it's not it's really small. to scale, right? It's small. Well, the it's, Mobat's not to scale yeah, either. No, there is no. the, the I think the Mauler is probably the closest to a scale tank we got in GI Joe, but even that is, yeah, is not, what half the close. size of what it should be. Um, but th- yeah, this is a very small tank, but as far as the look of it, the treads look great. I don't know. I prefer this design, honestly, to the Mobat. And this has an actual remote control as opposed to having to push the turret around. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and the, and like I didn't own a lot of remote control kit, uh, cars when I was a kid, and when I did, I often got those ones that like went forward in a straight line, and then if you went backwards, they just turned. Yeah, and yeah, they didn't actually go in reverse. They just like I got went, like one yeah. good Tyco RC vehicle at one point in time that actually went in all directions, and it it felt like I had the greatest. Like I felt like a rich man the day that I got that thing. Well, the best uh, one I ever had was the Crossfire, but uh, I didn't appreciate it because it didn't 
fit in with gi joe stuff which i i mean the the fact that you even had the crossfire it's not even one that i even remember ever seeing in person when i was a kid because i don't think they actually put it with the gi joe aisle no it was in the rc it was in the like you know when you went in toys r us back in the day and we're look all we do is date ourselves on this show (laughs) that's it that's what we're here for we're all mid-40s dudes uh so yeah, Toys R Us back in the day, you know, they had the video game aisle that consisted of little paper tickets. Mm-hmm. And then they had the RC aisle that had the paper tickets, but it had all the remote control boats, cars, whatever behind glass. And the crossfire was in that aisle. It was not in the GI Joe aisle, even mm-hmm. though it came with the figure. What's the driver's name? Rumbler. Yeah, he's terrible. Um <laughs> But but yeah, that's where that was. But yeah, I got it for Christmas one year. I, you know, I'm sure uh old Saint Nick saw it and was like, Whoa, that's cool. That's gonna be really fun for me to drive uh when <laughs> little little David gets sick of it. <laughs> uh so uh yeah, that I, I really dig this tank and if you guys are looking where I'm looking, doesn't it look like there's actually a uh, a cover that can yeah. go? I'm sure you can't get the figure in there, but it looks like there's actually a cover for where the figure is. Yeah, it looks like yeah. something is swung back. And it also looks like both of the guns, the main turret and the little man turret, actually move up and down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, which they... granted the Mobat, the, the main turret did, but the you know the smaller gun was just it was fixed Mm -hmm. uh yeah i this this thing is awesome and i actually i would like to track it down but i don't want to know how much it goes for because it's probably one of those things even though it was available for so many years i bet it's one of those things that's like high dollar and yeah. finding one that still works is probably yeah, even more difficult. Exactly. Finding, because finding people probably put Die Hard or Energizer batteries in it and ruined it. <laughs> and then uh, the Jeep so, was the one that was really the one that I loved the most because right, I always same here. I always wish that G.I. Joe had a, a, a real Jeep. Like, I love the vamp. Don't get me wrong. But I always wanted, because my dad drove like a Jeep CJ7 uh, when I was a kid. Oh, so, wow. I always wanted a Jeep in my GI Joes, like a real live Jeep. I like my some of my favorite Transformers were Hound and yeah, yeah. you know and Brawn because they were actually Jeeps. Um, but yeah, uh, so and this one it, it's got the little seat belts that go over the shoulders. You've got uh, Stalker in there and and Grunt manning the gun in the back. Um, well, and that's that's a key point of this Jeep is it actually has space for the guy to stand in the back and man the gun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I still think the Vamp is a cooler-looking vehicle, but as far as a toy that you can interact with, this Jeep is better. Silence. And it's radio-controlled. And I... it's radio-controlled. <laughs> well, it's... uh, Is it radio control or is it one of those... It was a radio control, but it no. just has the... Um, it's it's just the one that goes in forward and reverse. Yeah, yeah. It's got the little... Well, and actually, it's got a steering wheel, so it I was going to say, it's turn. got a steering wheel on it, so I figured it oh, was yeah, it does, just a regular remote Oh, yeah, control. it says left and right. Wow. <laughs> That's really cool. I would love to find both of these, uh, but I bet, because at the time, look at the price on this. So up top, and we'll, we'll get to talking about the G.I. Joe stuff in a minute. So our Sky Striker, 
high dollar item at the time. In 1983, Sky Striker was, I think, the most expensive item in the line. Uh, well, the headquarters would have been. Was the head- headquarters was eighty four, wasn't it? It was eighty three because oh, it's it actually it's actually on the next page of the catalog that I did oh, not okay, share. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. So the headquarters would have been the most expensive, but the Sky Striker at seventeen ninety nine was a very pricey item, and this tank is twenty four ninety nine, and the Jeep is nineteen ninety nine, which is probably the explanation for why I never had these. Which sounds like a bargain to us today. Oh yeah, know, if right? I could, yeah. If I could get them right now for that price, for sure I would get them. But I would be willing to bet. Uh, you know what? If we were able to find these, and I, I can't look on eBay right now because we're screen sharing, I bet if we did find these on eBay, the Jeep would be more expensive than the tank because it looks to me like the Jeep has more little parts to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, we'll have to do a little follow up next time. Uh, next live stream and see if we can track these down because uh, I, I would love to to investigate into that a little bit more so now we got to talk about the g unless you guys have any more thoughts about these two beautiful generic vehicles if anybody is, had these things share your stories with yeah, if yeah anybody in the please. if anybody in the comments uh had these then uh, by all means let us know or if anybody listening because this audio version will be available this Friday. If anybody listening to the podcast uh, had either one of these, uh, shoot us a message, let us know, send us pictures, whatever, or, or just tag us. If if there are pictures up on Instagram, tag us, let us know. Uh, I, I'd love to investigate these a little bit more. Love to have them, but like I said, that's probably not going to happen. Uh, so now we've got to look at the top portion of the page. Oh, we'll check in real quick with, with the comments. Uh remember that at toy uh tomimoto oh yeah i remember that at toys r us right that's that's the classic toys r us setup in the like non-toy portion uh craig ducas nobody will ever fix my turret just saying uh tomimoto <laughs> i had the sky striker xp14f and i barely used it because i wanted to keep it mint as a kid what? i have no idea what happened to it but somebody <laughs> has my mint jet that is terrible you know who has it the kid that, that won that pepsi jack he just runs around stealing people's <laughs> that's jets. That's right. That's right. Um, no, that's uh, that's why we play with our toys. Uh, and Craig Dukas, oh, we're getting to snow job. Oh, you just, oh, you hold, hold hold Craig. on to that comment, buddy. Uh, all right. That was the first thing that caught my eye. There was snow job snow. <laughs> yes. Okay. Tell us. Tell us about this little scenario. <clears throat> well, I just. It is such a stark contrast from the rest of the scene. And I guess because you never had characters in the other toy lines that I played with that were. Oh, of all the times for your feed to freeze, you guys, we're going to wait for Christian to join us again. Spirit of Krampus got him. And that's right. That's what you get for being a Cobra intern, (laughs) pal. Uh, so yeah, that was one of the things that jumped out at me as well was snow job and his little patch of snow. Uh, and that's what Craig said was just snow job. Seriously, bring his own snow to the battle. That's dedication. And that's the kind of guy, as I pointed out a few episodes ago, snow job, the very best GI Joe of all time, in my personal opinion. <laughs> uh, it is also at the bottom of the page. So you never know right below that. That could just be all, all snow. snow. 
everything beneath this this is the which doesn't that's not generally how snow works well you know cobra got up there the other way? and cleared out all the snow oh that well they had uh <clears throat> no blowtorch didn't come along till the next year so never yeah. mind uh all right so as an adult what jumps out at me is that sky striker that just looks like and clearly it has its own inset like they're drawing attention to that and it is on this page the high dollar item and it's also uh, um it's definitely taken from the prototype or yeah yeah because it's got the black production fins. it's got the black fins right right and uh, yeah it looks gorgeous and it makes me i cannot wait to get my haslab sky striker and man i wish i had bought two well, it makes me think that Sears didn't actually have one to photograph, and they used some imagery that Hasbro sent them. But because... I mean that. But look at the look at the sky. That background well, that's what I said is... is because because if you look at it, it's it's a photo collage with the rest of it. They didn't just string it up. It's actually a separate photo that's superimposed on top of the rest of it. Right. So it could very well just be a stock photo that Hasbro sent them. Oh, that's right, because in 1983, Sears would have had access to photo technology that allowed them to just put that image on their own sky background. That's because uh, that's this is definitely like the main picture with the the Cobra headquarters and everything is definitely like a Sears photo studio. Mm. <laughs> but the Sky Striker, the, the sky background matches what's in the background there. But I think they, they use some trickery. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, about that, I, that being Hasbro's and that technology, image. considering that my dad did a lot of photo collage art as when I was a kid, uh, oh, that really? technology was called scissors. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, all right, Christian is back with oh us. Christian, finish, uh, finish your uh, theory about snow job. Oh, just <clears throat> that it, it's just very much Captain Cold. Where now I can't help but to think <laughs> that Snowjob keeps snow in his backpack, so right. that he's like, "No way, guys! I can go! I can go with you!" Well, he's, he's like throwing he's like, snow, so he's he like can... Iceman. He's like yeah. Iceman with his Frozone, ice, uh, or yeah, Frozone from Incredibles. Yeah, that's that's how Snowjob. Like we're going gets into the around. jungle. It's okay. Hold on. <sighs> okay, I got this. And they're just like, "Yo, Snowjob, take off the skis." <laughs> uh so yeah snow job jumps out the sky striker jumps out uh and let's see okay the the thing i had to print my notes because i knew i wasn't going to be able to look at my notes on the screen so i'm, okay, I'm reading brewer. i'm reading right i'm reading off a piece of paper like a <laughs> primitive here uh so the sky striker blew my mind but the thing that really blew my mind once I noticed it after I was done noticing the sky striker is clutch in the fang. So that didn't bother me because my scenario was like, okay, clutch is clearly stealing this fang. But then I realized he's also in the van. He's also in the van, which gives us a double clutch situation. Uh, yes. which, by the way, is a name that they used for clutch <laughs> later on for copyright reasons. So here we have the original, the source of double clutch, which is not to be confused with double flash. <laughs> Man, Although now that I'm looking at the clutch that is in the vamp, he almost looks like he's got breaker's head, but it's definitely clutches 
Oh my gosh, you're right. Chest. His beard looks brown, doesn't it? Yeah, and the helmet also looks like it's slightly a slightly different color. Whoa. So they may have they may have swapped some body parts around. Well, and he also looks terribly uncomfortable, but I think that's just how Clutch looked in the vamp because <laughs> yeah. the vamp was too small. Good eye. I didn't even consider that because I was so blown away by Clutch and the Fang. <laughs> so the Fang looks great here. It would look even even greater with an actual Cobra in it because the Joes surrounding it would seem like they have a purpose other than just, hey, look at Clutch in the Fang. Man, that's funny. <laughs> um <laughs> that's now the voice i'm going to use for gung-ho all the time <laughs> that's the voice of like 40 percent of the joes in the sunbow cartoon <laughs> including true. clutch uh, even though he's from new jersey which i never understood right yeah that makes no sense whatsoever uh so the sky striker the, the exciting panel says sweep back the wings retract the landing gear and zoom off to complete maneuvers in this giant Sky Striker XP-14F, nearly two feet long. If the enemy strikes, remove the ejection seats and parachute to the ground. Like, they summed up everything. Not everything, because it didn't really talk about the removable missiles. But they really did sum up the main features of that Sky Striker very nicely in that simple paragraph. They yep. really wanted you to think that parachute worked. I mean, it... It did. You just had to pinch it by the top and slowly. <laughs> right. You had to move it uh, uh, and then we have the caption at the bottom of the page or in the actual uh, the pricing and everything else. Uh, posable three and three quarter inch figures are plastic state of the art plastic action vehicles have realistic detailing including tire treads and gas caps just like real army vehicles <laughs> sets include all pieces pictured figures included except three which is the fang so it's letting you know the fang does not actually the cobra fang does not actually include a gi joe figure <laughs> Very important note. Uh, so we talked about the landscape work a little bit. Uh, this is one of the least impressive landscapes from these wish books, but it's early on and you can tell they still did like put a lot of effort into it. Cause they've got, I mean, this is clearly all like model train debris. Cause you can look at the little bushes and everything. So I, I would love to interview the person that put this together what went through their head, what went into it. And here, here is a fantastic thing that I'm sure exists somewhere. Some crazy GI Joe collector, because there are none crazier than us. Some crazy GI Joe collector has a massive room in their house where they have recreated these wish book dioramas. Do you think that's a reasonable I completely think that's reasonable because <laughs> I mean I know people who have recreated the catalog or the uh, the old um, Lego idea books. So yeah, I I can imagine that they've done the same thing. So if if you or somebody you those of you who are watching or listening, if you or somebody you know has recreated or plans to recreate any of these scenes from these wish books. We want to know about it. Let us know. Hit us up at Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram. We've lost Christian again. That uh -oh. dodgy little cobra intern. Uh, so 
looking at the overall picture here, in the context of 1983, the 83 lineup is incredible. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell us about these guys a little bit? Because at this point, 82 was the first year of Joe. 83, you know, we've got uh, our six guys down here at the bottom. And let's talk about them. Well, yeah, we got, I mean, we got some like real specialists in year two. Um, and of course, we we kind of diverged a little bit from the standard green army men uh, that was the main crux of the first year, notwithstanding like, you know, snake eyes. Um, so we got uh, we got as they are listed here, uh, medic, copter trooper and marine, as we know them. Uh, these are they are sold in a three pack here. That was uh, that's airborne doc and uh, gung ho, of course. I love that that airborne is copter trooper and i also love that this three pack is 7.99 yeah well i had to look up what airborne's original military especially was it's helicopter assault trooper so oh so that's actually yeah they they shortened it down but i was like that seems kind of weird because i'm pretty sure he was not listed as copter trooper but they even put the little parentheses at the top to show you that they were abbreviating the word helicopter right 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 but yeah, I love the fact they were selling them in three packs. Um, you also had mine detector, air, sea, land trooper, Arctic trooper. Which um, obviously should be sea, air, land trooper because right. it's torpedo, the Navy SEAL. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like that was that was kind of the, the coolest thing about seeing the Joes in 83 was that you were getting like really specialized characters. Now you've got this frogman. Now you've got this guy with skis. Um you know the and I've always said the tripwire is always kind of the one that seems like he should have been an eighty two because he was yeah. one of the the green army men. Uh, he you know there was always a mine detector guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. With those packs, um, and of course you got Doc with his stretcher. He just laid out on the ground and looking. He's just sitting <laughs> waiting for someone to so, get hurt. <laughs> somebody get shot and fall on this thing, would you? Give me something to do. Uh, but yeah, this is like this is so exciting in the context of 1983, seeing these six new troops and their specialties and like how much they stand out from those 82 Joes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really is fantastic. Uh, all right. We got some comments here. Craig Dukas wants to get Craig Dukas. You are like the RZA of G.I. Joe because you're always coming up with the great ideas. Uh, he's saying that's pre-Zartan in the Fang. That's not even a clutch. <laughs> That's a cobra in disguise. He was going to infiltrate the Joes, but unfortunately they were all just standing around watching this helicopter land. So he landed. He was like, oh, I got to go and took off again. <laughs> uh, Todd, Brad, uh, Bradford, Yojo Christmas, Yojo Christmas indeed. And we've got a lot more good Christmas stuff to come uh tomimoto i need that jet back by the way is it known okay this is a great question and i don't know uh he's basically asking about production numbers uh is it known how many gi joe figures of the original line are out there for example super mario 3 sold 17 million copies which means it should be easy to find i would love to know the production numbers of of i mean all joes really but certainly the first few years would be very interesting to see how they adjusted what was initially out there, how many are out there in the world still, uh, or potentially out there in the world still. Uh, that'd be good information to have. And I don't know that it's, yeah. out there. I mean, I, somebody somewhere maybe 
knows it, but uh, I don't know. That's a good question. We might do some follow-up on that on the next news episode. Uh, Thor Golden Cub looks like a 1960s layout rather than a 1980s layout. That's actually a really good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does very much look like something you would have seen with the the old school Joes. Uh, and, and by 1983, they hadn't fully transitioned to the new smaller scale and, and the new more dynamic uh, environments that we would see in like the commercials and everything else. That's a, that's a really solid point. Uh, and then Casey Wheeler podcast from the pit. Everybody check Casey's show out. Uh, good to see you here, Casey. Airborne is the best. Airborne, I love Airborne. Uh, as a matter of fact, I've talked about on the show how many Airbornes I had to go through to get myself a new Airborne because he kept having issues, lots of Airborne issues. Uh, all right. Oh, I love the fact that Tripwire, they actually laid his minds out in front of him. <laughs> That's such a nice touch. Yeah, yeah. He's you know, making his job He's easy got something to do. Uh, what else jumped out at you guys about this page? I um, we've got to talk about the. They didn't is, give Torpedo any water. They the, brought oh, yeah, snow, right. Tor- snow they job. They and Torpedo's given, like, all you need walking is walking around little, those flippers on a little yeah, hot, a rocky a little surface. hot glue to make it look like he's standing in a puddle. Uh, I mean, even so this, the vamp got some driving cones, and Torpedo's just. I'm glad unloved. you mentioned those traffic cones because I made a note. When I was, a, if I, I don't, uh, sometimes when we pull up stuff like this, it flashes in my brain and I'm like, oh, I remember that this one. I have no recollection of this because I don't remember the Cobra. Uh, what is it? It's the Cobra command headquarters is what it is called. Yeah. I had no recollection of this until Hasbro offered it a few years ago for San Diego Comic-Con. I did not remember this at all. And I don't remember this page. Like I remember some of the later year uh, wish book Mm -hmm. pages. So I, when I was a kid, if I had seen this picture and gotten the vamp, I potentially might have been annoyed that the vamp did not have those traffic cones. Like, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. I'm yeah, trying it, to remember because we had all some. picture, all pieces pictured. So, I mean, granted, mm-hmm. I, I know that the rocks aren't pictured when I'm looking at this as a kid, but when I <laughs> snow see job cones, is not going to come with those little snow nuggets. Right. But the cones <laughs> are obviously a part of a toy. So yeah, it, I, I would be surprised if I were looking at this and then I got the vamp later and it didn't have it. Uh, these actually look just like the cones that I got, which I'm pretty sure came with my um, my Tyco RC little uh, remote control car that oh. I also used with G.I. Joe. But this would have been a couple years, I think, before those Tyco cars came out. See, so. I was thinking those looked like the cones that came with some of the construction. There was a line... I'm not talking about the metal Tonka stuff, but there was another line of construction stuff that came with these blocky figures with five points of articulation. They all were looked like little muscle men. Mm -hmm. They had their head, their neck articulation. They could move forward and back. And they were just these like thick little dudes. We're not going to get into it right now, but they, those remind me of the ones that came with those guys. And I think they would have been out in 83, but I, I don't know for sure. Uh, all right. I think we've covered just about everything. So, yeah, we covered the generic vehicles. Do you guys have any more thoughts about this wish book? Did either one of you have the Cobra Command headquarters? No, no. No, but I 
vaguely remember seeing in a in a wish book like this at one point so you do remember it exists i remember it existing but i for but it's i it fell out of my brain for years like the very first star wars toy i ever had was the cantina playset. right right and so i never wanted to own another toy that was made of cardboard again <laughs> was oh. what that was the, and, and i knew this was made of cardboard so i never asked for it that yeah, makes sense I, this is what i would have been asking for for sure. Oh, really? This would have been. Oh, right yeah. Up your alley. No, I oh. as a kid, I I wanted the play sets. Well, and having, give me that before you give me the vehicles. If you if you can see it, for those of you watching, I've got the new one right up there, and it is really cool. It's very well constructed. It actually has depth and like play value, so it is a cool little set for being made out of cardboard. Like I would I would have. I would have loved it when I was a kid, but I kind of would have been afraid to play with it too. Yeah. Uh, yeah to, all right. me, to me, just like anything that was made out of cardboard felt like it was a temporary thing. And I wanted my toys to be something yeah. that I could play with and in all sorts of environments. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I agree a hundred percent. All right. Well, uh, Noel, give us that website one more time. It's a uh, wishbookweb.com. Pretty easy to remember. Uh, this is, again, from the 1983 uh, Sears catalog. Uh, it's on page 576, if you just want to look it up uh, you know, as a shortcut there. So there you go. Uh, everybody check that out. And it is time to move on. Stop share. Now it's just our big heads again. Which, since it is, Noel... Why don't you show us your because your sweater is kind of off screen. It's not as apparent as my uh, gaudy shirt. Look yes. at what you've got going on here. So this is a another officially licensed uh, sweater. It says Cobra Enemy, of course. Um, this was actually available, I think, at like Beals outlets. I saw people finding them last year. And I went to a couple of those. They don't. I don't have a lot of them around me, but I went to a couple of them looking for them. And I never did spot them. Um, but. I kind of bit the bullet and bought this online about a month ago. And uh, I I had to confirm because I had to find like, we were talking about this right before we started recording the show tonight. I had to make sure this was actually a sweater and not just a sweatshirt because a lot of these will be just sweatshirts. Usually though, they won't have the full sleeves if they're a sweatshirt. Right. Um, But yeah, but this is, it's, it's got all of your favorite Cobra heads, including the Crimson Guardsman. That Baroness is horrifying. Yeah, yes. the Baroness, the first time I looked at it, I was like, is that Peter Chris from Kiss? <laughs> and, yeah, so, but, you know, whatever. It's just, it's a fun Christmas sweater just to add to my collection. Uh, all right, we've got some more comments. Uh, Craig Dukas, Torpedo is just waiting for the snow to melt. That makes sense. That's why he's, yes. Rolls around in the mud like a dolphin pig. Uh, nerdy laser what's up rich thanks for coming in better late than never love the podcast and youtube shows good to see you rich uh thor golden cub chats have been invaded oh yeah we've got beautiful girls here i kind of doubt that (laughs) i'm Uh, a pretty lady (laughs) ritz murphy hi guys those oh we we have follow-up Ritz Murphy, those cones come with the Sears RC military Jeep below. It came with five. Well, then so why didn't those... they put them with the Jeep? Right. Well, <laughs> well they that, did, just the wrong Jeep, one. That Jeep didn't need to be plussed up any. 
That well, Jeep for, was great right out of the box, but they looked at the van. For 1999 U.S. dollars well, yeah, in 1983. You want to know you're getting those cones with it. That's yeah. Those cones were $5 of <laughs> that price. Uh, all right. As, as, as Sexbot has bypassed the Colgate Invisible Shield. I don't even know what that means, <laughs> but but it's it's accurate. It's accurate. Uh, all right. It's time for our next segment, which is called... All I want for Christmas is Joe. All right. Uh, I don't want to, I do want a lot for Christmas and it's all GI Joe. What we're going to talk about here are our three personal GI Joe wish lists. Realistic or not. We are going to list our wish list. One, one item from classified from super seven ultimates from super seven reaction from HasLab and from Hasbro O-Ring. And we're just going to go through and talk about what we would like to see from each of those ranges of G.I. Joe product. Now, I am well aware there is more G.I. Joe product out there than just that, but we're not going to talk about Forever Clever Kits. (laughs) We're not going to talk about Funko Pops. There's so much, Joe. We're going to focus on the main ranges. So we're going to start with Classified. That's the the way to go. I'm going to kick it Uh off. And last year... I said, I want a Dr. Mindbender. Now, stained shoulders were not among the features that I mentioned, (laughs) uh, but we did get a classified Mindbender. And aside from that, it is a fantastic figure. This year, I I have a loftier goal. This year, I know this breaks toy industry protocol. I know we cannot have these companies sharing technology and communicating back and forth, but this must happen. Hasbro, Hasbro, I'm appealing to you. I, I, I've, I've, I'm not going to go on another rant here. I'm going to be nice. Please call Mattel and say, Mattel, we need to know. How do you get the VAC metal on that Masters of the Universe Origins line? How does that work? Tell us how the VAC metal works because I want a classified series super trooper and I want it real bad. <laughs> I would love, can you imagine after seeing, cause this is what put this in my head after seeing Sergeant Slaughter, after seeing Serpentor and what they're doing with some of the, the wilder stuff. Can you imagine a classified super trooper with the VAC metal vest, the big shield, the rifle, like, that could look so awesome. And obviously it would probably be like a con exclusive or something. And that's fine. But Hasbro, Lenny, Lenny, <laughs> babe, please call somebody up at Mattel and ask him how it works. I want my super trooper and I want it to have vac metal. If you, if you give me a super trooper with like a gray vest, I'm not going to buy it. Or at least I'm not going to tell anybody I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my that is my christmas wish for classified uh christian no go to no go to no oh, okay okay I, christian christian so i'm good. having he a quiznos moment because i i had three things for classified and i'm totally still sophie's choicing i cannot okay, okay. Pick. Right. fair enough that's fair that's fair all right noel what do you got all right last year my wish was for a scrap iron as a deluxe figure, which yes. we don't have yet, 
but it was announced but it's back happening in june so and it is gonna be point. a deluxe too yeah yeah so at one point we're getting that so for my next wish list for classified i'm gonna go with a vehicle figure combo i want a cobra claw oh now, okay we, now we discussed our wish lists already for classified uh for both sure. the real american hero era and non so i want to avoid something that i already mentioned before but this is this is a christmas wish which right. is a whole different level well so, so i didn't want to do anything that i covered before so i want my cobra claw it's one of my favorite vehicles i think it's a size that you can get away with doing in classified scale at oh, yeah. a reasonable price yeah. at retail for the figure that goes with it i want the 2007 cobra air trooper which was the Cobra Trooper who has the um, the coyote-colored harness and the gas mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it came with the uh, the jump jetpack that was recolored, but I think it would work really, really well with I've, the claw. It's, it's right there. Nobody can see it, but it's <laughs> hanging from my ceiling right up there. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, a great figure, and it'd be a perfect choice for the claw. And you've got parts. I mean, you can essentially reuse a trooper's body with just new colored accessories. Yeah, you, yeah. Just re- you just put that mask on there. Um, and yeah, the claw, I think, is a is a perfect vehicle for classified. Well, I mean, the claw. Well, and think about this, though. The claw wouldn't be really bigger than Baroness's motorcycle, <clears throat> that coil motorcycle. But the scale of a classified claw it could be very large like it could yeah. be really cool and Im- Im- impressive imposing the other thought i had was if you finally going to do that cobra commander figure in original colors oh you yeah pack him in with good. that but you know i think we're going to get him carded eventually I, well and i'd rather have a troop builder any of the little vehicles they do i would rather have a troop builder yep. if that's an option uh it, I, that that to me is the way to go because a lot of these vehicles, I wouldn't mind having a couple of, but I don't need a couple of Cobra Commanders to go with it. Yeah. All right, Christian. I, I, right. Hope, you're, I, I hope you're done with Sophie's choice. I did. Two, <laughs> Sophie's choosing. Two things have totally died. Merry Christmas. Uh, all right. Save, so them, this... save them for next year. <laughs> so I want a G.I. Joe Outpost Defender with grunt oh I, well we already know we're getting grunt oh darn it how did yeah. i did how did i not have that in my notes all right then well, i'm just going, make it make it short fuse yeah well my other choice oh, well, before when i was first making my notes was for it um to be flash but that's because i like flash i doesn't, don't think he really fits with the outpost defender doesn't the outpost defender come with like kind of a mortar yeah or am i thinking of so- mm-hmm. yeah yeah so make it come with short fuse. Fair enough. That'd be perfect. Yeah, that would be absolutely fantastic. And and again, that's something I would really love to see is deluxe sets that incorporated those smaller like playset uh, world builder things with a figure. Right. I think that would be a great way to go. And y- you know how Hasbro likes to make things deluxe. Uh and I figured that still is keeping in the price range where you could keep it on the shelves inside a store. Yeah, I but think so. I think it, I definitely I mean, it be, need. It seems reasonable bags. to me that 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 piece count that tooling would be in line with Crockmaster. Mm-hmm. I think so. 
Uh, all right. Very good. I love it. Uh, moving on. Super 7 Ultimates. Uh, oh, there's a problem with our server. Where did our comments go? There we go. Comments are back. Chrome Paint Pen. All right. Now, I'm dying to try out one of these Chrome Paint Pens. However, that is not an acceptable solution for my Super Trooper. <laughs> uh, Super 7 Ultimates. Last year, I said I wanted Horror Show. And if I had had any idea how things would go last year, I would have said, I just want to get some Ultimates. Because <laughs> we don't have any yet. We're looking at probably February at the earliest. But, but it is looking like the first two waves are going to come at the same time. So that's good. Uh, so last year I said horror show. This year, I want Dusty. I want Dusty because if you are a fan of the Needless Things YouTube channel and you watch my review of Dusty, you know I was less than impressed with the classified Dusty. So I want a, I want a great Sunbow Dusty figure with that green camo detail uh, translucent lenses on his goggles because that's something Super 7 would do. Uh, gloved and ungloved hands because if you look in the cartoon, he had both at different times. Uh, he would have to come with the Cobra Commander's balls mm -hmm. that we've talked about so much on the show. <laughs> and this is where Super 7 could really swoop in and deliver an incredible Dusty. His helmet he would have an all-plastic helmet and a helmet with the soft goods because Super 7 has done that before. They do it with Splinter. That's like a thing that they do is provide a soft goods option. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I I think a Super 7 Ultimate Sunbow Dusty would really, really be cool. Yeah. Uh, Christian. Okay. So this, unlike Noel, I don't care if I repeat some things because when I want something, I want it. And, and I want it now. Everybody hasn't listened to every episode. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I also got, this was the hardest one for me, actually, because I kept going back to what, would, what do I think Super 7 would just completely knock out of the park? Yeah. That maybe would be cool in classifieds, but not in the same way that Super 7 could. And guess what, folks? We're not sticking with a real American hero. Oh, no. Oh, no. I want Super 7 to give me a standard slash eagle eye 1960s Ultimate Joe. You lost me. I'm out. I know. I know. It's what I do. But I, I want... Obviously, it's the same scale. Like, it would fit in with all of the other right, ultimates. Right, 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 right. But all the accessories, oh. it, it would be a lot of the stuff that came with the packs from the original you, Joes. You got and me back. <laughs> give me the alternate head that has the sideways glancing eyes so yeah, I can yeah. get my eagle eye effect. And I that that's an automatic buy you, for me. You just like a good side eye. I hello, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I I also I don't know. I, there's there's an element of those classic Joes, especially in the abundance of accessories that came with them, 
that I it just really screams out to me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not here. You're right. That's a, that's no that's and a, super seven, no flocked hair, none of that. Just give me regular oh, dude, sculpting. Now hold on. Why wouldn't we get one head just neutral regular, one head with the side eye, and one head okay. with the flocked hair okay. and the beard? Okay. That's a very super seven thing to do. I could be on that if I had options. Yeah. And you yeah. know, though, I mean, that's what they do. They'll give you exactly. Options. I'm on board with this. This is fantastic. All right, Noel. All right. Wrap it up. I'm going to underwhelm because uh, of all of these lines, this is the one that I'm, you know, I'm least interested in. Right. Right. The, the ultimate Joe stuff. Um, I think they're great, but for what they're, for what they are, I just don't have the room and they, they cost a little bit of, a little bit more money than I'm willing to spend on something I'm, I'm not going to have room for, but going with the idea of characters that have a distinctive look in Sunbow, um, the one that I came up with was wild bill. Yes. Um, mm. I'd love to see a wild bill done in that scale with that kind of posability and those colors. Um, as far as accessories go, I was trying to look for like little Easter eggs throughout the series of maybe yeah. Wild Bill had some had some fun stuff. Um, I mean, obviously you're going to have the hat can, that can be removable. Uh, maybe you do two heads, one with glasses, one without glasses. Um, Did he ever not have his glasses on? I, though? I don't know if he ever had his glasses off on the cartoon or not, but maybe you know. one, maybe one with like a headset, like they've been doing with the other Joes. Well, yeah, you could do that. And the other thing I was thinking of too, although this is not Sunbow related, but they did release a Wild Bill that was close to the Sunbow colors that had the flight helmet with the oh, scrap yeah, iron yeah, two yeah. pack at one point. So you could put that in as an alternate uh, headgear. Well, and they, they've done that because the Ultimates, all of the Ultimates have a mix. Like the sun, Sunbow is the central look, mm-hmm. but they do add in other elements so yeah. that i mean i could totally see them doing that yeah. that would be very cool i like that yeah and then of course you got his assortment of little of little pistols that he can you know he can keep his little six shooters um yeah i and i i love wild bill i think he's way underrepresented and hasn't gotten a lot of really good figures yeah i agree with that I, and and he was such a he, uh, to me anyway he felt like such a central character in the cartoon yeah uh well and in the comic Mm-hmm. So I, I think we need better Wild Bill representation than what we've been getting. Uh, and I will mention we're not addressing Mezco uh, and their 112 collective GI Joes because one, none have come out yet. I'm a little concerned about Mezco's welfare as a company in general. So we just aren't dealing with that right now. And also we just don't have enough time. Uh Let's see. Uh, we got a lot of support for the flocked hair head uh, from Thor Golden Cub, from Nerdy Laser. Definitely down with the flocked hair. Uh, Nerdy Laser, I would like a roadblock or payload star brigade classified and a HasLab triple T. Solid. I'm up for it. I can't wait for classified to get even like weirder and later. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to see what some of the neon stuff is going to look like in classified that big star brigade armor i have star brigade and eco warrior stuff that was on this list before i narrowed it down <laughs> i will say i like the idea of a hazlab triple t but the problem is they released the wrong slaughter already had they released the one 
that was the mail away oh, yeah, right, separately. Right. Then you could do the triple T with the figure. Well, they, they, they could got. mix it up, though, and nobody would be yeah. mad about that. I'm sure, they, I'm sure they'd be fine. Well, somebody would be mad about somebody it. Somebody would. Because we are talking about but. G.I. Joe fans, but it would be fine. Uh, all right, so Super 7 reaction. Uh, last year, I said that the line had priced me out. <laughs> How Boy, are you wrong. Right, and I said that when they went to seventeen ninety nine, I was wrong about that. Uh, but I did request bats, and they delivered. This year, and I think I've said this in every scale thus far or every range thus far. I need a Doctor Venom. I don't care who makes it or where it comes from or what line it's in. I just want a Doctor Venom, and I think Reaction is probably the most likely place we're going to see it, but. I don't care what it comes with. I don't care if it's part of a play set. I don't care if it's just the figure. I just want a Dr. Venom. Noel, what's your uh, reaction wish? Well, last year I uh, wished for a once a man uh, snake eyes. Uh, yes. Half, half snake, snake, uh, uh, sorry, Commander. half snake Cobra Commander. Sorry. Didn't get that, obviously. Maybe it's still on the table. It's definitely something that, that, re- that reaction would probably do this year my wish i'm gonna go i'm gonna go big i'm gonna dream big this is gonna this is gonna retail for a 100 bucks if it comes out do it but i want a cold slither four pack oh yes with zartan ripper torch and buzzer in their cold slither outfits and their all of their instruments including the drum set you got to have the whole play set well, and it's got to be, yeah, it's got to be at the very least a cardboard stage yeah. that you can like build out of the packaging or whatever. But the packaging itself, you're going to have, I mean, you'll have the, everything will be laid out in the package. So it'll look great on your shelf without opening yes. it. Yeah. But, you know, you can also take them out and obviously you're not going to have very much articulation for the, uh, for the guitars and stuff, but you know, you use your imagination. You don't need it. I, I mean, yeah. That's fine though. Cause they've, I'm super seven has done, uh, they, they've done Lemmy. They've done Johnny cash. They've done figures. Matter of fact, super seven has made DJ figures. <laughs> this, uh, I mean, it's uh, this grandmaster flash with a turntable. We can work around the articulation limitations. Yep, I'm. But I'm telling you, Super Seven, you put that out. You sell those four figures with the instruments. Got to have the drum kit. It's part of that. Yes, some sort of like stage setup, even if it's cardboard. I will shell out a hundred bucks for it. Yeah, I, and I think pretty much any Joe fan probably would. That's a great call, and it's exactly the type of stuff Super Seven does. Uh, Christian, what is your reaction? With? All right, so with reaction. I also dug my feet into the sand and said, I'm not budging, even though it's something that was already picked. Super seven, you've got to give us a Dr. Venom figure. We've had, we've had, we've had Quinn. We got snake eyes. Yeah. If I want to recreate all those early issues of Joe, we've waited this long and you're holding out on that one figure. And he's so key. Exactly. I am very surprised that they have not made him yet yeah i am too and i and and almost to the point where i wonder if hasbro has some kind of like we're not making dr venom thing which that's pure like nonsense and speculation please don't take this to like the joe (laughs) forums and say looks like hasbro has an anti-venom agenda i'm just being silly then they Uh, need to make 
what is their other line for their self-created? The ugly. Oh, the worst. The worst. Oh, they yeah. just make a worst Professor Dr. Poison. Doctor Snake Juice. There you go. Just make Doctor Snake Juice and put him out there. Yep. I'm I'm ready for it. Uh all right. Uh Thor Golden Cub still waiting for the, the Satin Boy George Snake Eyes and Horn playing Shipwreck three pack, right? We yeah. all kind of thought that was a given. With the van. I mean, you throw Way that van in on. there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Kevin Riddle, Chef Roadblock in Ultimates, Chef Roadblock in the Hawaiian shirt that he had on in Red Rockets Glare. Yep. Buy that in a second. Uh, Thor Golden Cub, I'm ready for Pythona, Nemesis Enforcer, and Galobulus. Now that we have Serpentor, but which line would do it best? Look, I'll buy them in Classified. I'll buy them in Reaction. I'll buy them. I love Cobra Law. But, well, I, I really like Cobra Law as a concept. I love Cobra Law toys. Classified would make incredible Cobra Law figures. Reaction would make fun little Cobra Law figures, and Ultimates would be perfect Sunbow Cobra Law. Uh, they'd be very expensive, but they'd be great. I'll take them wherever they want to put them out. If Hasbro wants to do new O ring Cobra Law, like that are more Sunbow than the originals were, I'll take that. I, I will buy any because they're look, whatever you think about Cobra Law, they're super toyetic and they make great toys. So bring them on any form. I don't care. I'll buy them. Uh, we lost Christian again, but we will move on <laughs> to one of the big boys of this, the Haslab. No, oh wait, Christian is in the waiting room. He's coming back in. Yep. He was this. He was so excited about the Haslab. He had to go run outside and get his like notes <laughs> and come back in. Uh, Noel, why don't you tell us your Haslab wish? All right, I had like I was really going back and forth as to I have I had some ideas like where can I slot these in because I want to put them in one of these five sections, but I don't know which one will fit best. Um, so last year for my Haslab want and this is still on my want list hasbro i wanted that cobra transport plane with yeah, the big yeah, snake yeah. head now which but which scale you got you got uh, three and three quarter inch scale we talked right. about it i actually went back and re-listened what we're talking about we were thinking like sail barge scale might be pretty yeah. pretty good but that's gonna cost i think we said 700 last year that's probably gone up to more like 800 by this <laughs> <Right>. time but <laughs> so that was my wish last year along those lines I thought about this as actually a potential Ultimates figure. It wouldn't be the scale with the rest of the Ultimates, but it would be cool to have it at this scale. Um, but now I'm switching my vote. This is my HasLab from the same episode. We got that Cobra Transport. I want the giant Cobra Kaiju. The oh, big snake. Yeah. Now, there have been third parties yeah, that have yeah, yeah. done I these. I saw one of those at Joe Fest, and I was like, I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah, there was a third party that did it. The thing costs $450 and right. it was pretty impressive, but still I, I want an official Hasbro one. Um, right. I'd love to see that because with the Hasbro one, you do your, you do your, um, your stretch goals and all that. You got the figure itself. It's at three and three quarter scale. It's going to come with major blood and a couple of troopers. And then as 
you do your stretch goals, you're adding the Joe characters you're interacting with. You're adding your Lady J, your Gung Ho, your Shipwreck, and of course your Weather Dominator component that they're all yeah, yeah, yeah. battling over. And then if this one's successful, then you pair it with that giant like god figure that it was fighting with in the big yes kaiju the battle. big the big statue thing right yeah with the six arms and the, oh yeah. my gosh i would <laughs> and look i know there are people that would scoff at the marketability of that and they're probably right i would buy that in a second i love <laughs> that i think the kaiju figure would probably would probably get funded if, if it had a reasonable goal set um that one might have a little bit more trouble yeah yeah the, the statue <laughs> might be a little bit of a stretch but I would love it. Hey, yeah, figure you know, three three quarter scale. You could probably do this at about what fourteen inches or so tall. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, you know, and that's probably plenty big. And you could probably get away with it for. I mean, it's it's going to be entirely new tooling, but you could probably get some away with something at that size for a little over two hundred. Yeah, I think so. Because you wouldn't you wouldn't have to make it like fully super articulated. It yeah. could be. It could have O ring articulation. It doesn't need to be like the HasLab Sentinel. Right. And matter of fact, I would prefer it to have simplified, like the same articulation as O-rings to go with the aesthetic. Mm -hmm. That would actually be very, very cool. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, Christian, what is your HasLab wish? <clears throat> okay, so my HasLab wish for next year is give me a classified dragonfly helicopter we've we've talked about it on the show before i think it's very doable uh it would be a great cool vehicle yep and i specifically I want version 2 wild bill in his cowboy the blue with the yellow scarf in the really? pants as, as opposed oh, to i know because usually i'm all about i want the green military look for some weird reason though that is my preferred wild bill but we can get cavalry wild bill with the fire with the dragonfly and regular wild bill can be in the main line in the line yeah, there true. you go so obviously come with the missiles the the gun but your stretch goals would be the alternate version of that gun the yes. winch and the last stretch goal will be a version one scarlet in her unitard outfit yes. the same way that the his tank gave us the version cobra one commander. cobra commander well maybe you do scarlet but she's in like the purple and orange and that way you can release the actual version okay. one Scarlet in I'll the take main that. line. But this one also has to have the short hair. No ponytail. Yeah, yeah. Like Absolutely. straight on, just like the original and version of Scarlet. The mainline release, just like Zorana, has hair. Swappable. Yeah. Switch out. One with the ponytail, yeah. one with the short hair. And because this is so much bigger, I didn't want to get crazy with the price because it's going to be really. Jahonkin big. I mean, it's it's going to be three fifty. Uh, so yeah. no electronics. Yeah, yeah. Needed. No, Just no. put all of that into the vehicle itself. 
um, and how about, try to how about keep the spring loaded like, uh, spring loaded rotors? Yeah, I don't know. No. What do you guys think? Because with it being that large, that's gonna be a a, a bigger deal making that mechanism work. I just yeah. I don't know. There's a there's I don't think it's necessary that says as adult collectors is that something like you get it you do your review of it and then you're like okay because once you hang it from your ceiling or on your display how many times are you messing with that yeah. action uh, feature and so, that's going to be three feet in diameter probably right yeah, how, I, would, I, how I would you even that make that you couldn't even hold it far <laughs> enough away from yourself to make the thing work without cutting your head off <laughs> So, so yeah, we don't need the mechanics in mm-hmm. the classified dragonfly. Not necessary. Good call. I love that. And we've like I said, we've talked about it all before on the show, and I can just yeah. visualize how awesome that thing would look. Yeah. Uh, I love the idea of the chin turret having being interchangeable. Like that's a stretch goal, having different parts there. Maybe even the entire uh the little wings on the side having different interchangeable like chain guns or oh, rock- yeah. different sets of rockets. Right. Yeah. Right, Instead right. of like the single missiles that, that were underneath it, like one side you could have like, you know, the quad missile launcher or um, Tommy gun. And I was saying you could throw in airtight as a stretch goal, but I think he deserves his own main line and we don't need yeah, more than does, one air, sure. airborne. Does, so for sure. Uh, all right, let's see. Casey Wheeler, I would love a Haslab USS flag for the new O-rings. Make it more modern and come with a 10-pack of crew. Look, I'm down with that. It would be astronomically expensive, but I'm down with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thor Golden Cub, great idea, Noel. Uh, I would love a Dominator statue and the Cobra robot. So we're, we've got yeah. some good stuff going on here. Yeah, and I thought the Dominator the Dominator with that would be good to get the whole thing. But, uh, I mean, that, that scene where they're running out with that one part. Yeah. I mean, you could incorporate it and have it and have it peg in with the rest of the dominator, I suppose. Uh, all right. So my pick last year, I said, uh, I wanted an O-ring whale and I still do, but we can 1000% count on another classified Haslab beyond a shadow of a doubt. That's going to happen. It's just really difficult to predict what Hasbro thinks would be successful and enticing. And my call is for the Snowcat. I think it's unique enough. I think it's interesting enough. Because we've talked about the Mobat or the Mauler before. But the problem there is there's no sizzle whatsoever in a tank. The Hiss had sizzle. It's unique, it's wild, it's interesting looking. If you offer up a Mobat or a Mauler, it's like, oh, it's a big tank. And in most collectors' recent memories, you could go to Toys R Us and buy a one-sixth scale tank for 60 bucks. A tank is going to be a hard sell, I think. You need one of the Joe's unique vehicles, and the Snowcat, I think, fits the bill, and I think it has enough going on to warrant a HasLab. You have the moving treads. You've got lots of projectiles, lots of spots to carry troops, which I think is an important thing, lots of interactivity, Mm -hmm. lots of play value, Uh, the potential for upgrades. 
You could have interchangeable turrets, those ski torpedo or ski ski pedos. <laughs> well, I don't know. Torsquitos. Torsquitos. <laughs> Torspedos. Uh different things there. And then, you know, the biggest feature of the entire snowcat. The windshield wiper. Thank Imagine you. Imagine how awesome that windshield wiper would be in a classified in a one twelfth scale. And Incredible. if it's electronic and it actually moves on its own. Sure, why not? Hey. Uh, and then also, you know, on the Hiss tank, they did the deal where they sort of had the turret underneath because they know like the open the the classified his tank opens up because they knew when we were kids we all used that back for storage or whatever. Snowcat has a similar feature where that back panel I used that for storage. That back panel mm. came off and you could put stuff inside the body of the snowcat. So for a classified snowcat, you can actually design it so that panel flips down and you can store skis or whatever in there. Uh, obviously, it comes with frostbite. Uh, add-ons, you could have the different turrets, different things to put where the ski pedos go. Uh, I like Iceberg as a potential expansion, uh, mm-hmm. although he could obviously get his own figure in the main line. But, you know, you get snow-themed troops. Uh, what about Duke in winter gear as uh, a stretch goal? Yeah, and then quick kick in winter gear with frozen fudgy bars. <laughs> See, so we're on the same page because I had the it, it was between this or the dragonfly. My stretch goals for it because I oh this was your other this was my other pick. No kidding. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So great minds. I. I know how much you just love and adore decals because my stretch goal for the snow cat, no, I know no, no. And my stretch goal is you also get tiger force frostbite and the decals to turn your snow cat into the tiger force. Oh, I don't snow hate cat that. If you want that, but that would be like, Oh, that'd be so difficult. I don't it's know, an easy dude. choice for me, but <laughs> I don't. I don't. That's hate why that I idea. exist to make those to make the collectors. You are, make that's hard why choices. You, that's why you love side eye so much is because you get the side eye all the right. time for your wacky <laughs> suggestions on this show. <laughs> I don't hate that though. What if? Wouldn't it be great if they could do? You know how you can take your car. And get some like advertisement wrap put on oh, it. Oh yeah! Wouldn't it be great if they could do that for like Joe vehicles? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's how Tiger Force works in the first place. Yeah. And Python. Well, Python Patrol is a little more, a little, more, a little technology more technology involved it. in there. Right, yeah. right, right. Python Patrol actually serves a purpose. Tiger Force is literally just we're going to make these tackier. Well, and you know, you can also you put out the you put out the snowcat. Now you have the mold. If Target is still right, doing right. Python Patrol yeah. a couple years down the line, then you can release the Tiger Cat right. as a Target exclusive. And, tar- and Target will have it online for five minutes, and then when it does show up in the stores, it'll immediately go on clearance, and nobody will ever see it. Yep. Good job, Target. You're great. 
Uh, all right, time to wrap it up with our wish list. Oh, wait, we got some more comments. No, we got, what do we got? We got O-Ring. We got O-Ring. We've got O-Ring, but we've got more comments from the people. Uh, Thor Golden <laughs> Cub, uh, I could go for a mass device. I, I would, I've got the, the modern era mass device that they made, but I would not mind it a little more sunbow accurate from super seven. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind an updated, like better mass device in some form. Yeah. Uh, Tamimoto, what's the next upcoming con for you guys to the best of our knowledge right now? It's Joe fest. Uh, we will see what happens. We're Let putting out conventions. Know you want us. Yeah. If you <laughs> want to see us at a convention, contact the convention and tell them that you want us there. We'll all three of us, like we can figure out travel and we can certainly do what we do anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and there's some like we, I uh, am. there's, there's toy Lanta and Joe Lanta. I think that we would probably fit in with either one of those. Um, Toyland is coming up in March, and then Joe Lana will be, uh, I believe, in is it July of this year, or August? Oh, did they move it? Uh, Probably yeah, wise. Yeah. Well, yeah. So Toy Toyland is the one that's coming up next, up, up in March, um, and they and they moved it to a much bigger place. So hey, if, yeah, that's that's easy for at least two of us to get to. Right, right. <laughs> well, except for the fact that I'm working that weekend. But other uh, than that. Very accessible. Uh, so yeah, if if any anybody watching, anybody listening, if you want to see us at a con near you, let it's not up to us; it's up to the con. Let the con know, and then let us know you let the con know. Uh, Nerdy Laser dollar ninety nine. Is that? Did you do you give us money? Can you give us money on YouTube? Is that a thing that just happened? What? Did he give us a super chat? If oh, the, thank you. If that's the case, thank you. That's yeah, awesome. Look at that. I There's a little dollar awesome, sign on there. Nerdy awesome. Thank you. I didn't even know that was a thing that could happen. Yes. Thank you, Nerdy People Laser. People can give super chats. Uh, Megacon Orlando would be sweet. Megacon Orlando would be incredible if you know somebody at Megacon. Tell them. Hey, there's this podcast that you guys should should bring on down, uh, and and again, let us know so then we can apply or whatever. But yeah, tell your local con or whatever that you want to see us, and and we will do our best to get there because we love doing this, and it's it's so much better. That's why we're live streaming now, so we can interact with you guys, so we can talk mm -hmm. to you guys, and it's even better when we can do it in person. Uh, but as of right now, Joe Fest and Dragon Con are the only two that are like pretty much certain on the schedule outside of that. We'll, we'll keep throwing out feelers. Uh, all right. O ring wish list. Uh, I'll kick this one off again. Last year I said zap just because I want to zap with thumbs very badly. Uh, I hate to be you guys, Christian and Noel, you guys are free to persecute me for what I'm about to say, because it is very, I normally adhere to rules very well because generally I'm the one that makes them. I feel bad for what I'm about to say, but I just couldn't come up with anything better. Any 82 to 86 vehicles will make me happy. I I can't like, I literally can't narrow down anything that I want from Hasbro's new O-ring 
One, because we don't know what their plans are going forward or even if they have plans going forward, although I cannot believe that Sky Striker is going to arrive to us and Hasbro's going to have nothing to add to it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, But we don't know anything now, but I want something Stinger-esque at least every quarter. And yeah, make a vamp. Make a vamp mark too. Do it. Put them out. But I just give us some vehicles. Give us, show us some dedication to this O-ring line. And I still have faith that it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to be anything like Masters Universe Origins, but I do think once that Sky Striker starts shipping the next live stream, I I still believe that they're going to have announcements about O-ring. Uh, and hopefully it's not that it's dead. Uh, but that that's my wish is I, I want some good O-ring support. Uh, Noel, what about you? Uh, last year, my wish was for eels. I said I wanted a troop builder. That was one I started with. We got troop builders, but not eels. Um, so uh, still, still, still waiting for that one. Uh, really, just so that I can get all the accessories that right, all mine right. are missing. Because uh, that's the thing. As I, I got some loose eels, but I want some loose eels. Uh, but I do loose want eels? Some... <laughs> some loose eels. <laughs> We've all watched the rest of development, right? Watch out for that loose seal. <laughs> but I'm going a little bit bigger this year. I'm dreaming bigger on just about everything. So uh, I, I too want a vehicle, but specifically one vehicle that I think that uh, it's gonna, it's gonna, gonna cost a few bucks. It's gonna be a little bit more than just getting a, a stinger, but uh, I'm sure that I, I will shell out for it. I want a brand new tomahawk. Ooh. I want it to come with all the stuff that the original tomahawk came with. Sure. Um. You know, and I don't know how good the mold is. I don't think they reissued that one. They did. Uh, did they? I've I've got a modern era tomahawk. It was a Target exclusive. I oh, that's think? right. Yeah, I do. I think I do remember seeing it Target. And yeah, it so, is. It's pretty faithful. Yeah. So I mean, you've got a recent, but uh, we don't know if they still have any of those. It's true. So it may still be new tooling, but all the new tooling they're doing, they're they're scanning the original stuff. So it's yep. not as labor intensive as it once was. But you get your lift ticket. Yes. With with, with your microphone. With finally. the microphone. Yeah. And it's also going to come with Lifeline. Sure. Yeah. Because you got to have your medic to, you know, yep. help out everybody that they're, that they're rescuing on that big old helicopter. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I'm down. Let's do it. Uh, Christian, what is your O-ring wish? My O-ring wish is to see them at mass retail. Oh, wow. Okay. But besides that, uh, (laughs) then I also was back to my typical way of thinking. uh, What is something that I really like? In the Joe line. If you're about to say you want a bullet man O-ring. No. I'm going to leave. (laughs) No. I legit. I was also thinking what would, what would be in that same price range as the stinger? Because that was such a great deal. Yeah. Um, And honestly, I want to, I want a Skyhawk. 
Sure. I already have one. I would love another one. And this time I wanted to come with Slipstream as the pilot. I know I like he it. had that other, but the conquest, yeah. 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 But, yeah. Would it actually have a closed canopy with that was yes. my Lexi? question? Yes. I, I because... think that that you can very easily get a clear plastic insert. So you actually have a closed cockpit. Well, okay. And that's so, one that sell at a low price point. I think that's one that you could easily get at retail. That's a good question, though. For that canopy, is it all clear plastic and they paint the... No. Or it's a clear insert? It's a clear insert. Uh, the, the all clear plastic that's painted... You're just inviting it to get scratched and then See, I feel like look that's janky. I feel like that's what the modern Skyhawk was, though, and I think it's fine. Yeah, it is. I'm looking at it right now, and it's uh it's it's all clear plastic and it's painted and it's it's fine. Although I do think it would look better if it's a clear insert. The texture is, I mean, it's so much better when you do it that way. I mean, but it's, uh, this I mean, this is, is for good. Christmas. This is for Christmas. So That's they right. Put a this little is more your Christmas wish. You're right. Or... You're right. You're right. And, and you're not asking for something huge. You're asking for a Skyhawk. This is a, you know, this right. is comparable yeah. in price point to what we just got with the Stinger. Uh, all right, okay. Comment why? Oh, Thor Golden Cub, three dollars. You guys, you guys do not have to do. Thank you so much because anything that you throw out there like that is going to this show. It's going to the podcast. It's going to production. It's going to hosting. Whatever. I we appreciate the heck out of it. That's very very generous. Thank you guys. Uh, Kevin Riddle. Oh my gosh, I almost accidentally responded to a comment. I'm not trying to do that. Uh, Kevin Riddle, free ketchup and mustard for Sky Striker. I mean, they've got to do ketchup and mustard now, right? Like, they're they're done. They, they already made them for the Cobras. Just repaint them and offer them on HasLab. And they're not going to be... They're not giving them away for free. I think we can pretty much guess that. But at least put them up for sale on HasLab. Preferably not for 20 three dollars or whatever it'll be 40 don't worry uh uh add airborne to the tomahawk i i like that idea or with a dragonfly whatever airborne it would be well but here's the thing airborne makes he's a great release unto himself yeah like i he could you could put him in anywhere and i'd be happy uh nerdy laser maybe not a topic for tonight but a future episode why are there still snake eyes movie gi joe classifieds in the wild believe me we talk about that on almost every episode uh we have no we have no and they're still getting new stock too because they'll clear out and they'll show back up again they come back in uh and then nerdy laser again are they not clearance out are they still being shipped i there it looks like they're still being shipped which is terrible uh all right well that they they grossly overestimated the uh, appeal of that movie but that's see that's what happens anything that's why the market is so messed up and we're not going to get too deep into this right now but everybody attaches so much value to media tie-ins and that's what's part of what's messed up the toy market but we're not getting into that because it is time to move on to knowing is half the bauble 
<laughs> or knowing is half the Christmas babble. <laughs> I, I, knowing is half team, the babble. Hashtag is team babble. Is babble really that Christmas oriented, though? I don't know. It's not bad. You're not wrong, but I don't know that you're right. When I hear bobble, I think of the little round ornaments. So I, when I hear bobble, I think of like just a rant. I don't relate it to Christmas. <laughs> Tell us, people, in the comments, how is Tomimoto? Tomimoto, thank you so uh, much. I, you know what? I feel Super like chat. I feel. I feel like we. I, this is a family show. I'm not going to tell you what I'm relating this to right now. But I feel like we should be hearing a little dinging bell every time this happens. Uh, all right, let's 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 move on before we get too deep into things. Uh, knowing is half the, the bobble. Uh, all right, uh, Noel, why don't you kick us off? This is the segment where we talk, we take a little bit of time to talk about anything. It may not even be G.I. Joe related. Yeah. Or even really toy related, because uh, since it, it is going to be Christmas related, which is what I decided to keep to for this one. Um, so this is actually I, I moonlight as a trivia host. Moonlighting stranger. At, at, at one Who point in my life, I would. Uh, Do you work with Civil Shepherd? Yeah, Civil Shepherd. It's all about Mr. Pasto. What are you talking about? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I get Civil. I right. I didn't care about Simple Shepherd at all. I had such a crush on her. Mm-hmm. I'm That's sorry. why I watched Look, the recess. Everybody sorry, tune, no. in, <laughs> tune in next year for Moonlighting Interlude, the new podcast we're launching. And anything that got Curtis Armstrong work back in oh the Oh my yeah, gosh, right? Yes. Book free booger. <laughs> I think he's doing just fine. He's still yeah, doing he's like all, voiceovers, right. doing he's voice right. work and everything. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. Going back to where what, I was going. What were we talking about? <laughs> so this is knowing is half the bobble. Um, I, I do I do some work as a trivia host. At one point, I was doing up to four nights a week. Uh, now it's uh, you know I do I do one night a week. But I've had a regular team that's been playing with me for for a long time at one of my locations. I don't know if you remember back in twenty. No, stop the presses. Matthew Comstock oh, comes in with nine. Oh my gosh! And like a golden signifier thing this is amazing you guys are fantastic thank you so much uh we we really do appreciate this we wish you all of the christmas cheer this is fantastic all right and no, look all every right. time cobra leaves leaves the base we lose an entire air wing every time and a bell that's... rings cobra commander loses an entire air wing and every time a bell rings <laughs> noel gets interrupted <laughs> i'm telling you i'm just gonna be here's my here's my babble Merry Christmas, and then move on. It's, it's pretty much what I can do at this point. Anyway, so we'll go back into my story. Where was I? Uh, regular team of mine that's been playing for years. Back in like 2014, I don't know if you remember, there was a little thing that came on Adult Swim that was called Too Many Cooks. It was a little short. It yes. was super viral. So I often ask questions about things that have gone viral or that are in the news. And I asked a question about too many cooks, which has a GI Joe reference. So this is actually kind of GI Joe uh, related in a sense. So as I'm asking it, my regular team comes up and one of the guys is laughing and he goes, that's the guy who made it. So the guy, his name is, his name is uh, Casper Kelly. He's the one who wrote and directed too many cooks. And he's one of my regulars on Wednesday night. He plays like every other week on my Wednesday. So I found out through this team that he has produced a feature film. 
It is a Christmas movie. It is currently available on HBO Max. It also debuted on uh, on Adult Swim, uh, I think like two weeks ago. And it's called either Fireplace or a Adult Swim Yule Log. Oh, you yeah, can find Adult it Swim Yule Log. Yeah, if you haven't she... got a chance to watch it, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's a, it's a great little Christmas movie, but... My, my buddy Shane Morton worked on that as well. Okay, okay. Have you yeah. got a chance to watch it yet? No, I haven't. I haven't. It's it's really fun. It's a I mean, and, and it's it goes into some kind of deep topics that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, some deep subject matter. But I've, uh, I've heard it's it's a lot. Yeah, but it's uh, like it's it's very high concept, especially at the beginning. Apparently, the way he wanted to make it was a lot more avant garde and high concept than what yeah. actually was going to be acceptable. Um, but but it's cool. Check it out. It's just something that is. It's hey, if you like Christmas horror movies. This is a uh, this is one to throw onto your collection. Yeah, Adult Swim Yule Log uh, is yeah it's it's available HBO Max. It's I, I need to watch it. All right, uh, Christian, what is your bauble? All right, I wanted to wish everybody a happy holidays. I hope you have a great one. Um, but totally unrelated to that. If, for those who don't know me, I besides animation, I also very much so love the artistry that is involved with puppetry. And um, I, in case none of you all were aware, there is a fantastic Jim Henson podcast called A Feat of Lunatic Daring, which uh, some friends of ours also run. So I wanted to give a shout out. They are back for their new season and they are covering season five of the Muppet show, which actually happens to contain most of my favorite episodes. So after you're done listening to our podcast, please head over uh, and give a listen to a feat of lunatic daring. It is Uh, an insanely professionally made podcast that puts every other podcast to shame. It is. It's so well-made that that is our buddy, Chad, uh, Chad Shonk, who is fantastic. Uh, that's great. I love that you mentioned that. Uh, all right. Well, as you can see, I have set a little bit of a tone here in <laughs> the Phantom Zone. Let me get my singles. Let, yeah, right. Uh, I need to add a little something here to my my look. And I need, before I proceed any further, I need a little nog chug. <laughs> a little nog for your noggin. Mm. And swallow. Oh, that's the stuff. You know what? I think. <laughs> hey, I look think... who showed up in our, look who showed up in our chat. Who showed up in our chat? Chad J. Shaw. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whoa. That was, that was. Well, Chad, wow. you, you can indeed pay us, <laughs> as people have been doing. Uh, and while I'm I'm setting the mood here, lighting a this is a gingerbread village candle in order to read a little something uh, special. Are we getting a peppermint pig while all this is happening too? No, the, pepper, the peppermint pig is a whole other thing. 
Uh, all right. This is my knowing is half the bauble. <clears throat> I really didn't think about the fact that I was going to have to read in the dark while I was doing this. <laughs> so everybody bear with me. A visit from Sergeant Nicholas. Twas the night before Christmas when across Cobra Island, not a trooper was stirring. The hiss tanks were idling. The prisoner was chained in the dungeon of the fort, soon to compete in the arena of sport. The dreadnoughts were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of chocolate donuts danced in their heads. And Baroness in her corset and Destro with his mask had just settled in for a long winter's nap. When out on the shore there arose such a clatter, Cobra Commander sprang from his bed to see what was the matter. Away to the security monitor, like a flash he flew, screaming at the televipers to bring up a view. The moon on the waves of the surging ocean revealed a new method of bringing the Joes in. When what to his wondering eyes did appear, but a sleigh full of Joes in full battle gear. With a grizzled old driver so burly and thick, the commander knew in a moment he must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his strike team they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Scarlet, now Snake Eyes, now Bazooka and Alpine, on Low Light, on Gung Ho, on Beachhead and Lifeline, to the top of the beach, to the top of the wall, now fire away, fire away, fire away all. As leaves that before the wind hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the terrordrome, the strike team they flew with the sleigh full of Joes and St. Nicholas, too. And then, like a thunderstorm, the commander heard on the roof explosions and gunfire and assaulting troops. As he drew in his head and was turning around, through the door, St. Nicholas came with a pound. He was dressed all in camo from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A gleaming M60 he had flung on his back. He looked like a mad Viking just poised for attack. His eyes, how they glared, his trigger fingers so itchy. One false move, Commander, and I might get a bit twitchy. He planted a foot in Cobra Commander's chest and kicked him to the floor and stepped on his neck, the stump of a pipe he had tight in his teeth, and the smoke, it encircled his head like a wreath. His big weathered hands held a new M16. Tell me where he is, or I'll ventilate your spleen. He was angry and massive, a right deadly old soldier, and the Commander knew he must comply if he hoped to grow older. The prisoner is held in the dungeon below. Now, please, just take this key. Just get him and go. Claus spoke not a word, but went straight to the door, mowing down Cobra troopers as he descended the floors. As outside the Joe team made a battlefield hell, St. Nick entered the dungeon and opened the cell. He gestured to the prisoner, who, of course, was Duke. And away they all flew as Ace dropped a nuke. As the warhead lit up the small island below. Happy Christmas to all and to all. A yo, Joe. You guys.
Thank you so much <laughs> for sitting down and talking about GI Joe. Thank you, everybody in the chat. Uh, it is like a Cobra-thon. This went way longer than we'd planned, <laughs> mostly due to technical difficulties, partially due to the fact that we just love G.I. Joe and Christmas so much. Uh, Andy Samford provides all of our music. Check him out at electricminnowmusic.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast, on Twitter at G.I. Joe Audible. Christian, where can we find those wonderful pictures of yours? You can find me on Flickr.com and Instagram under Legion Cub. And Noel, why don't you tell us a little bit about The Finest? The Finest is a G.I. Joe costuming club that raises money for a fantastic organization called Canines for Warriors. Check it out at thefinestcc.com or the Finest Facebook uh, recru- Finest Recruiting Center on Facebook. Thank you to everybody who contributed tonight. This was a lot of fun. I, we appreciate all of you showing up. Matthew Comstock with a four ninety nine. Thank you. That is fantastic. You guys are all awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, and until next time, Merry Christmas to all and to all. Uh, yo, Joe. Cobra. You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.